is it being recorded? They always say this call is being recorded, but is it, Courtney? Is it really I'm being recorded? I'm not really sure. I'm, I'm not sure of what's happening. I think, I think everything's being recorded, actually. I, I think, think so, too. I think even when we don't press a button, everything's it's being, being recorded. recorded. Because it's sometimes being when I'm having conversations with people, and I know our, our devices are listening to us because I'll be having conversations with people. All of a sudden, ads for something that I talked about start appearing in my Instagram mm-hmm. and my Facebook and shit. It's really oh, weird. well. And especially now that we have that microchip in our arms. But that's a whole yeah, other no. conversation. Well, at least it's not the Johnson & Johnson that's evidently making you blow up from the inside. But that's a whole other story. Nah. Let you finish. It's Courtney and Amy. Hi. And we're going to start this story off. Oh, can I just can I yeah. just say something really briefly? Uh, for yeah. those of uh, our listeners who do commemorate the holiday, happy Ramadan. Have a safe and peaceful fast. Um, so I'm assuming, you know, just uh, acknowledging Ramadan. All right. That's go. it. There you go. Well, New York lost a rap icon, uh, a, a guy who really, honestly, was beloved by everybody. It's like, who didn't love DMX? You know what I'm saying? He was one of those dudes who would come to the club, like, by himself, <laughs> you know, and just perform everywhere. He'd be on at Madison Square Garden, and he'd be at, performing at the hip-hop club. He just, there was no airs about him. And, you know, it's it's a sad story of addiction. It's a story we've seen many, many times, and unfortunately, we excuse me, have seen the result of that too many times. But I don't think that should take away from the art and who this guy was. I mean, he was a hip-hop artist in the 90s putting out two platinum albums in a year. Like, now that sounds, you know, everybody can, they throw out albums every six months, whatever, you know, update your album on streaming services. Back then, you actually literally had to go into the studio, record, do photo shoots. Well, he's the first rap artist to have his first five albums debut at number one. Right. I mean, Absolutely. that's, that, and I mean, that's, I think that may be the first artist here, but that's just unheard right. of. Right. I mean, and, and it has never been top since. It's just unheard of. And, uh, to add to what Courtney was saying, um, inescapable, inescapable sound, inescapable. And this, and this great combination of this wounded, tough, anger, uh, voice of the streets, to use a cliche, but really true in this point. And then these great party anthems. I mean, I, up in here was like, come on. I, um, and by all accounts, you know, or, or by all accounts, look, I didn't know the guy. I never worked with the guy. I know people who did work with the guy. Well, and you wrote, all, didn't you write the notes to his Yeah, but I never, I, well, I wrote. You never wrote, met him. I never met him. I wrote the, the liner notes. And, you know, I, I mean, we're not going to lie. There was a part of his, you know, he was in a lot of trouble. He got arrested a lot. There was a lot of drama. There was, you know, this, that, and the other. But from all accounts, a good guy, a nice guy, a deeply religious guy, if that matters to you. I know that um, I know the team that was behind the um, It's Dark and Hell is Hot, and he was right. not happy about that image with the blood all over him. On the right. cover, though, that is an iconic fucking image. I mean, right. did you right. ever see him perform? You know what? I, I, I'm i trying to think back. Have I seen him at any award shows or any or any of those kind of things? Yeah. I have, to, I have to really be honest and say I don't remember. I don't think well, so. 
I don't it's, remember. It's funny, the same thing, because I was like, did I ever see him? Did I ever see him? Because uh, to be very honest, it was, un, you know, I would have maybe seen him on a big tour, but it was unlikely. And then I realized that when they had that Def Jam 25th anniversary hip-hop honors thing right, right. At, at BAM, he was there. He performed. And he blew the fucking roof off the place. I mean... Not at the prime of his career, definitely battling with whatever he battled with, and he just blew the roof off that place. Right, and right. and there were a lot of heavy hitters there too. So, I mean, and I will say, if you're interested, a very his his autobiography came out about six or seven years ago, written right. written with Smokey Fontaine, right. uh, a great writer, friend of ours. It's a great book, and it's a sad life. You know, addiction is a serious thing, but this is also addiction and mental illness and what happens when young black children are marginalized. He, you know, was laced with his, he had a joint laced with crack when he was a kid and then he was off to the races. So right, right. a very complicated, oh, look, all people are complicated. Nothing is right. black and white. Right. Nothing that is, hard. yeah, nothing is like he was a great guy. You know, the people have all sorts of shades or whatever, but a great loss. And I will tell you, you know, that that fucking Brooklyn is like dead. I didn't hear any DMX in the streets the day he died. I did hear, I did hear it. Uh, I, my second home, the Sydenham uh, Dental Clinic on 118th. Harlem was, was lit. Harlem was lit. It was coming yeah. out of the park across the street. Yeah, it was coming nothing. out of every. He was coming out of every car past yeah. my house. Nothing in Brooklyn. I'm very, very. Uh, Albert was telling me my buddy uh, down by him. Doing, my uh, buddy too. My buddy too. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And I will say, if you want to see something really, really, and he was also an actor. Let's not forget that. Right. Um, and a, not just like a rapper in a movie was actually quite good. But if right. you want to see something that'll just warm your heart, uh, look at his cameo in Chris Rock's. Uh, top five. He totally takes the piss out of his whole image. It's quite a, enjoyable. Um, it, it's a very humane sort of, um, yeah, so he was like the face and the voice of Rough Riders, a very New York sort of thing. And so, very yeah. I mean, Very New York. So yeah, New York. <laughs> yes, yeah, so New York. Like, only, like, a noise that New York people can hear, actually. Um, <laughs> but, you know, a great artist. And, um, you know, again, we can, we can, you know, the thing is, is that, I mean, we, we've had this discussion ad, ad nauseum. For the most part, addicts usually only hurt themselves. They're not hurting right. other people. Right, right. Um, and I'm not going to argue with people's uh, addiction issues and certainly not going to qualify mental health issues. And he was bipolar right. and he spoke openly about it. But nothing is, there are always shades of gray. Not everybody's right. a saint. Um and like I said, it's sad. He was only and I'm 50. not. You know what I mean? How can yeah. I expect anybody else to be? Yeah, he was only 50 years old. The unfortunate thing is because we are surrounded by idiots. Right. Uh, because he went into a coma and was on life support, and it was quite obvious he was. You know, so first off, everybody uh, has to all jump. The people, everybody rushing to, to jump the gun. Trying to save yeah. Shit and, yeah. It's uh, like, yeah. Yeah. It's hate like that. I, hate I hate that, that too. I, I mean, that. they have to jump the gun with that shit. And, and, make, then, and then you have people who straight up make shit up. Well, they, and then it goes around as yeah, true. yeah. It's ridiculous. And then the other thing was that some pinhead decided that they were going to use as their source media takeout, which oh, wasn't a thing when it was a thing, but it's about as legitimate 
as reading uh, the Dr. Zismore ads on the subway for news coverage <laughs> and about as dated as the or those or those cards that the deaf people used to hand out on uh, the subway to oh, the no. fortune they, tellers. They, just, or they would just put down on your lap or something. Right. It's like, yeah. I'm not doing this today. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> doing this. A, you're not deaf, and B, right. I'm not doing this. Uh, but, because you can hear me saying, get this card off my fucking lap. Um, but anyway, putting out there that, oh, he didn't die from a heart attack. He died from, he got a COVID vaccine. It's like, okay, you know what? Come on. You know, just like, A, it's not true, and B, shut up. Okay. And that's all I got to say about that aspect of it. But you wanted to talk talk about the disappointment of, you know, we used to be able to count on a New York paper to come with a real headline. Now, I will say this. As much as I can't stand the post, they come with a good country headline, especially with people they don't like. They'll come and they give it to you. The Daily News also, their Prince Philip and DMX cover, I was just like, really, Daily News, our hometown paper, this, this. This is your cover. This is your, your your tagline, your byline. Come on. Well, why don't you explain what it is? Um, it was it was well, a just it was a just it was a split screen basically. Right. And, yeah. and on one hand, it was Prince <laughs> Philip, who you know, no disrespect, but on ninety nine, like, what they call it, the beloved. I'm like, this is America. We're in New York. Like, well, <laughs> the beloved, the beloved but controversial, and then the brilliant and trouble. Okay, first off, and this is no disrespect. When a ninety nine year old person dies, that's not news. Uh, you know what I mean? And it's sad. Okay, fine, whatever. Um, I. And then in the middle of the paper, they had an ampersand, and one half was black and one half was white. So I, from what I understand, it was supposed to be a takeoff on the prince and the pauper. So it was like the prince and the rapper. But I think the objection, and this was where, this was a case where, um, as a white person and other, I just backed off. It's not my conversation to have. <laughs> no, 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 I'm being serious. I get it. Absolutely. No, I get a friend it. of ours, friend of the show, Ben Merlis, hit me up and goes, am I missing something? And I said, you know what? It's not our conversation to have. And I respect right. if someone tells me it offends them, I'm not going to go, but now it doesn't, you right. know? Right. Absolutely. Um, the conversation, I think what people piss people off is you're saying you kind of, whitewashing the issues with Prince Philip, who was not a walk in the park, and highlighting the fact that DMX was troubled. Now, of course he was. Absolutely. And the thing is. Of course he was troubled, but you don't have to put it up there on his oval, for Christ's sake. I absolutely believe when somebody passes away of telling the whole truth about them. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I think that that's important, because people often just want to tell certain parts, and people are complicated lives. But we're talking the cover of DMX. The Daily News. And we're talking about his hometown paper. It's yeah. like, and so I think it needed to be a little flip. It was actually the beloved DMX. <laughs> Most people in New York know about, they, they don't know anything about Prince Philip. Like, we don't have a royal family. So it was just a, to me, I, you know, Amy, I am not one of those people who likes, I, I think that media is really important. But I have to tell you, lately, I've been really disappointed in how all the media goes. All even magazines and newspapers that I normally read. Sometimes I see things, and it it's just the, the, the direction that things are coming from. And well, I know why. A time where journalists were not trying to put their personal stamps in these stories, they were trying to tell you what is going on. And now everything seems like everything I read seems like an opinion piece. 
everything. Well, I mean, in defense of journalists, it depends which magazines you're reading and what stuff. But that said, that's because I mean, we can go home. It's a whole other conversation. No, because, but I'm just so pointing out just even the cover no. of the Daily News. That's a, quite the yeah. to me as a black person and yeah, as a person from New York. And I'm thinking DMX and what he meant to this town. He deserved better on the cover yeah. of that. And why well, did that happen? Because if it was well, Eminem, if Eminem had died, that would not have been the cover. Well, and um, and also, I mean, well, this is why you need representation in the room. Right. And and he was troubled. We're not going to pretend he wasn't troubled. Absolutely. But you know what? That doesn't have to be the lead line. That doesn't have to be the lead line. You could say, you could even get away with controversial with him. I think that's less loaded a term. But my thing is, it's a really, it's such the low-hanging fruit, right? So you have a person who's very accomplished. Tell the full story. But on the cover, can you at least? Well, that's what I'm saying. Lead with some of the accomplishment? Well, that's the <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's the thing. That was the lead yeah. line. And there was also, yeah. other than the cute pun, which I'm sure very few people got, there was no reason to juxtapose, juxtaposition of the two people. I mean, right. they have right. nothing in common other than the fact that they both croaked. Right. <laughs> Sorry, died. I'm not trying to be flipped. But, you know, I mean, they have nothing in common. But anyway, yeah, you I know, the Daily News. That, but that was funny. <laughs> No, I know. I shouldn't have said it, but I don't know. Whatever. Um, all right. So, rest in peace, DMX. Yeah. Uh, what do we got uh -oh. next? Another person. Well, this will be real quick. Bernie Madoff died today. We're throwing a dance party in St. Nicholas Park. If you'd like to come by. I thought he was dead. I swear to God, I thought he was dead already. Yeah, so he kicked the bucket and, yeah. The bucket he stole from somebody. The bucket he... I'm telling you, there are parties going on across New York City and ladies who lunch drinking cheaper Prosecco because he stole their money so they can't get the good stuff. And he fucked up the Mets big time. I mean, he fucked up the Mets. So he, fucked up the Mets. he fucked up organizations that had to close foundations. No, I know. And his whole family, because aren't both of, I believe both the sons are dead, right? One kills himself and the other one dies. I don't know. You know, they, they took me off their Christmas mailing list. I'm really kind of bummed about that. Um, the only one left alive is that wife who stood by his side. How bless her heart. Bless her heart. Bless her heart. Bless her something. Well, anyway, he's dead on a holistic yeah. level. It's very sad, but uh, whatever, you know. Next, uh, Harvey, <laughs> tick, tick, tick. <laughs> they said that Harvey Weinstein is like sick and he's lost four teeth. I'm like, right. I've lost four teeth. Nobody cares right. about me. Right. Okay, oh, so I just right. have one quick thing to say. Not if about my teeth. Is, Not about my teeth, please. If your name Don't. is Patrice Khan Colors and you're a Black Lives Matter founder and you're an activist, um, and we know that you come from quite humble beginnings, and a lot of money has poured into Black Lives Matter, which I'm still trying to figure out what they do with all of this money that pours in. Because to quote Courtney that, Anderson, because what, because what has changed for black people? Since, I mean, what, I'll tell you what has changed for black people. Black Lives Matter is a great movement, which you see people have used it as a hashtag and they're standing up and I think it's a rallying cry. But when I see that millions are pouring in, and I see someone who comes from humble beginnings, and now they have a real estate portfolio rivaling some of the artists that I've worked with. I have some questions. And I think I have a right to have some questions. And I think we should all have some questions. Because what has changed for black people? Like, tell me that millions have come in and suddenly there are scholarships and you've bought blocks of housing and we're 
regentrifying our old neighborhoods and building up neighborhoods like Detroit and buying land and building schools. I don't want to hear that you have a real estate portfolio and you have a deal, like you have a book deal and you have a first look deal at Warner's because none of those things in being an activist, I don't know any activist that's wealthy that suddenly has a portfolio of fabulous houses all over the place. There's something rotten in Denmark, allegedly. Well, That's all I've ever said. Here's the thing I don't get, and I don't really, I, I mean, I don't, I, yeah, when you talk about the money, I mean, I obviously we all support Black Lives Matter. I mean, to me, it's like it's like sort of a, a, a movement slash philosophy, and it's a galvanizing force, and it's done a lot. And but what I don't understand is is like what what is done with the money? Right. I mean, where? I mean, I can. You for me again, hi white person here. Um, you support Black Lives Matter right by being an activist, by taking to the streets, by hashtagging, by bringing these issues to life. But where does the money go to? Are you is the money go to the legal defense? Full disclosure. Of, 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 well, you know, right. That's what I'm Full saying. disclosure. Where's the money I'm go? a black person. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> shut the front door. And That's like, it. and like you, I want to know because we're talking millions upon yeah. millions. What? Where is this money? Yeah. Why is it not all of, I don't want to hear that there was 90 million brought in in this year, 20 something million was allocated to give to small organizations. Where is the rest of that money? Where is the money? What is the money going to do? Because Are they a non-profit? People, Are they a non-profit? They have a non-profit arm and a for-profit arm. Oh, yes. that's not good. Right, <laughs> right, right. I mean, how many T-shirts can you print? People are getting deals with like studios in California. I there's just there's a lot of questions. Yeah, and I'm sorry. And to me, whenever money comes into anything, and whenever large amounts of money come into anything, here comes the corrupt part because all of a sudden now people, you give people large amounts of money to play with, with right now seemingly no real accountability because. You can't trace a bunch of this money, especially on the for-profit side and, I guess, a private company. Right. What are we talking about? Well, what I hope is just, I mean, you know, obviously there's something shady going on. But the thing that's disturbing is that we don't, you know, it's funny. In one way, this story has gotten some traction, but it hasn't gotten a ton of traction. But the disturbing thing is that I don't want the bad behavior of one woman or two women in an organization to undermine the importance of what the of the the movement stands for. So well, that's it won't be because the thing is, the movement has become a rallying cry for Black people to stand up and be strong. Right, it's a motivational rally, which is amazing. Right, we love that. But then all of a sudden, when you say, "Well, we're sending in all these donations," I'm like, "Okay, well, what's it going toward?" Because well, now it's thing. been I'm years, like, and you like- have this real estate portfolio that is quite fabulous. Like I said, it rivals some artists that I've worked with and I know where their money comes from and I know how much it takes to run certain properties and all kinds of different things. So I'm looking and I'm saying again, where did all of this money come from? Well, is it under investigation? There's going to be an investigation. I hope so. Because Because this movement is, the train has left the station. Like nothing's going to derail Black Lives Matter. But what we're not going to do when people are really fighting for their lives and we're seeing in real time, that things for black people have not changed. I mean, you can be in a full army military uniform and be treated 
like you just robbed a bank or you can be in your car and somebody can accidentally say, oh, shit, I shot him when you're yelling taser. So there's a war on on our black bodies as a male, black male. For the first time in my life, I straight up feel hunted. Like I am walking through the woods, I'm an elk, and it is hunting season. That is how it feels when I leave my house now. Because as you can see, a simple thing and the things that people tell you to do do not work anymore. So when I see this organization and we're talking about things aren't changing, where are you? Where's Black Lives Matter? And all, like you're sending out tweets talking about electric slide with me. We're going, it's like, you're, why aren't you guys on the ground? But yet, You've got houses all over, and you have this partner in Canada. It just, you know, when something smells rotten in the garbage, what do we usually do? You take that whole bag. You don't go through the garbage. You take the bag of garbage out. Something ain't right. You know it, and I know it, because it feels not right. It just, it has that pit where you just know it's, it's, it's like there's something shady. Wasn't it rot, something rotten in the state of Denmark? Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully... This is peaked, you know, people will look into it. I mean, that's yeah. the best we can hope for, you know, and, for, and, you know, and, and, and it won't deter people from remaining committed to the cause, which is ultimately the cause is more important than the people. And the cause that, you know, that is a train that has left the station. Like yeah. most people cannot name th- th- that woman's name. Like their Black Lives Matter is a rallying cry for yeah. your family, for your friends to stand up and to fight. Let your voice be heard. Let me just say, hi. Oh. My Republican friends, because I do. Why do you still have Republican friends? Why? Because I have Republican friends who are actually reasonable. They're looking at some of this shit like we can't believe what's happening because Mm. what's happening now is not quite Republican. But you, you guys trying all these Jim Crow new segregationist rules that think that we're not going to vote. Black people survived slavery. We have survived slavery, the most brutal shit in this country. If you think there is anything you can do that will stop us from voting. You are sadly mistaken. You can make it one day. You can say you can't give us water online. We survived working in fields through every condition and being treated like below the way you would even treat a dog. So you can try all you will you want, but you will not succeed because the faith of black people and the faith of people of color in this country and around the world is resilience. Because the shit that we've had to be resilient from and and against, there's nothing that you can do that will stop us. Our right, resilience well, will always come through. So all right. Well, one going. day we're going to have a discussion, not right now, about why you're still friends with Republicans. Because as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> that's sleeping with the enemy. I, you you cannot tell me you do not know some. No, nope. you know. No, nope. no, nope. no. Nope. I know them. They're not my friends. <laughs> I cannot be friends with people who I don't agree with their politics and who have a shitty record collection. <laughs> they don't all have a shitty record collection. No, I can't be. Those are my two criteria. If you have shitty taste in music and shitty politics, I can't be friends with you. I can know you. Well, I got to be I honest can't... with you. I'm not loving Democrat politics all the way. I'm so not I'm even. Not I don't even want to. No, like... but I'm saying if you. As far as I'm concerned, and we can talk about as far as I'm concerned, if you are a Republican right mm-hmm. now, you are tacitly complicit in what's going on. Mm-hmm. 
And if you have shitty taste in music, no matter what your politics, you are inherently a bad person. Uh, I love that you just are like, and they have shitty taste in music. No, no, no. I'm not saying Republicans have shitty taste in music, though they probably do. I'm saying that if you, here's my two criteria. If you have shitty politics, you're a bad person. Right. If you have shitty taste in music, you're a a bad bad person. person. That's it. Okay, got it. Yeah, I can forgive a lot, but shitty music? If I walk into your house and the first thing I see is a Billy Joel record, we need to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. All right. Sorry. Well, Sorry. <laughs> Taylor Swift re-recorded and re-released her album. A man's got to have a code, okay? Okay. This is true. A man does have to have a code. I, I, I'm with you on that. Yeah. So Taylor Swift, uh, we finally have gotten the first of Taylor Swift's re-records, Fearless, and I'm going to have to say, that I love the fuck you-ness of it all, especially with her re-recording it and kind of not singing in the way her voice sounds now, singing the songs the way she was singing it when she was 18. I was like, you know what? This big fuck you of you actually singing this shit note for note is quite fabulous. So she still can't <laughs> sing, in other words. <laughs> that part. Sense. But yeah. I just want to make sure that we're but, still talking about but, the same Taylor Swift. But she's about to... <laughs> clearly have another number one record globally with this and you know what i love is now when people go to license the songs they were going to license these versions and and fuck over that whole scooter braun conglomerate that he sold her music to and it's like i don't want them to make a dime from it so her recording these records that way because you know a lot of times when artists have to re-record their songs there's always some really shitty different musical bed or their voices sound different because it's years later and for her doing that fans who love those originals can listen to this and not be put off thinking oh it doesn't sound different but it actually just yeah, but who, sounds let me ask you a hypothetical question mm-hmm. who if you're a Taylor Swift fan, mm-hmm. who hasn't bought that record already? I mean, other than well, making a, a nice, fu- them, uh, 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 other than making a nice mm-hmm. fuck you statement, which you know, which is fine. I mean, she's finally but think decided. About it. They have bought the records, but a lot of them have streamed these records. Because oh, right, now everybody right, right. has streaming albums. So right, right. you replace that old one with the new one, and that's right. the version that you stream. Now. Got it. Yeah. Got it. But she's still yeah, so good for her. I like I like the who always fights. Listen, it's not about how she sings. And that's right. not what it's about. It is about. No, no. Artist, to me, it's about an artist trying to control the narrative, own their masters, and not have their work sold off from person to person to person. And now to some people who don't even have anything to do with the music industry. You know what I mean? It's like some conglomerate. Well, no, I, I, I'm glad with that. I'm just, you know, it's, you know how I feel about Taylor Swift. Yeah, but I feel like. We no, have that I'm agreeing with you. No, but I feel like every time we have that conversation, you get very like, about her. And I'm no, like, no, not at all. I you just feel. Her. Listen, I think her. no, I do not. <laughs> I like that last record. I think, and I like a couple of songs. I just, I just think Taylor Swift is mediocre. It's weird. Yeah, I don't really like her singing voice. I don't. She's mediocre, really and these last records were interesting and yeah. good, and I liked them a lot, but not necessarily because of her. Right. It's because she, I, I don't have an, I mean, look, as long as she's not standing up at award shows and dancing and getting, looking like she's shocked <laughs> that she won something, I'm fine. You know you that's know? my favorite. I love oh. that she's always like, me? Oh, me? oh my God. 
This is only my 35th one. I'm, I know, really. I'm really. so surprised. I can't believe. <laughs> Little old me, the woman who had five number one records in a week, I can't believe it. I feel seen. Yeah, I, I listen, I don't pay Taylor Swift. I just, you know, whatever. But I am glad. I am all for, for women taking money away from men. Yeah. <laughs> there. If I could put it in really simplistic terms. Right, you're like, I'm for women mopping the coins. Yeah. Um, the best shit, uh, the winner of the week is Venmo because when you get pressed with your name just being mentioned all over the place, that's great, right? Now, the loser of the week is also Venmo because it's attached to Matt Gates. <laughs> like every, you mean, and, and similarly attached like a 17 year old's mouth around his <laughs> It's like, <laughs> I mean, I know we've talked about him, but it's like, I mean, He's just when you thought, worse. just when you thought that the story, this is, I know I said to you guys last week, you can always tell somebody if you really feel and you're intuitive, their eyes, their face tell it. You know how else you could tell if somebody's guilty? If Venmo is in the conversation. Just because. You can tell someone's guilty if his name is Matt Gates. <laughs> just because it's like, you're Venmoing people? Yeah, he's Matt an idiot. Gates. He's a fucking idiot. Listen. Here's the thing. You know, honestly, though, you know why Matt Gates thinks he can oh allegedly God. get away with that shit? Because Matt right. Gates has never been called on anything in his life. He's a rich right. boy who right. was in a DUI years ago, and his father wrote a check, and he's done. He has never been called to task for anything. So nope. why would he think that Venmoing underage girls or whatever the hell he did I mean, is going to be, why would anybody look at a public? I know when my son is paying the dog walker on Venmo because he's it. I mean, come on. It's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. He's arrogant. It's the arrogance. It's white privilege, capital W, capital P. No right. one's ever going to. And it's also the privilege of the rich. He's a right. fucking, no one ever claimed he was intelligent. You know, you even look, I mean, he has never done anything in Congress. He's never passed a bill. Nope. He's never co-sponsored a bill. He's nope. there for a book deal. This is the new breed of yeah. representatives. They're there not because they want to serve the country or or whatever. Uh, they're there for the 15 minutes, and they're there for the book deal, and they're there for the Twitter feed. So, and he's already, the guy that he's involved with in, uh, in Florida has already flipped on him. So tick, tick, boom, Matt Gates. You know I what I mean? Tick, tick, boom, Matt Gates. Venmo. So. That's all I have to say. Venmo. I know. Uh, and Cash App. And Cash, and cash App. App. Well, you know, they are very handy because... Yeah, but, I mean, not for when you're procuring underage girls. Because, you know, like, this show that we do every, that we do weekly, I, uh, because, you know, I don't like to have a, I've had my bank account breached, so I don't really like to link a lot of shit to my bank account. So it's good to, I just load stuff on... Cash up and Venmo, like for our show. I paid the hosting fee for our oh, show. Oh, I thought you there. were. So, I thought you were soliciting um, support. No, like no, a, like, like we're having a telethon. No, like the, the the money that I that I pay to host our show monthly comes out of Cash App. So you know what I mean. That yeah. there's a certain day and it comes out and it's easy, so I don't have to link things to my bank yeah, account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, know. exactly. But the, I don't use it. I don't think to pay. You know, pay prostitutes. Like, uh, prostitutes. Prostitutes. <laughs> Underage <laughs> prostitute. No like, yeah. self. Yeah. Do not pay for your. And what is the note you put in the memo? How do you phrase that exactly? 
No, they, they, no, didn't they, they said it was something like he said it, they put it in it was something like for supplies or school some uh, bullshit they put some uh, crazy bullshit. Uh, that's even more nauseating. Oh, I'm saying. It oh, supplies. it's nauseating. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom. I'm setting my calendar for the Matt Gates goes down. Maybe he, he can take all of them with. Ugh, I hate him. Mm-hmm. There, hate is a strong word, but in his case, it applies. All right. Speaking of hateable, are we? Am I doing a bad segue there? Your 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 segue your segue boy today. I'm making you segue I'm, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been listening to? Anything good? Uh, the voices. Hey, you know what's really crazy? I don't know why. Okay, you're gonna laugh when I tell you this, and you can't laugh when I tell you this. The other uh, three th- albums I listened to recently. Okay, well, mm-hmm. first off, I've been listening to a lot of traffic, and by traffic, I don't mean the cars outside of my yeah, house. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just, just you know. And I, I always love traffic. Stevie Winwood is one of my, I love him. He's a great singer. And I've just been listening to a lot of traffic. Traffic was like a really uh, important band to me when I was in high school. They sort of bridged that kind of rock, kind of folk, kind of r and soul thing. So I've just been listening to a lot of traffic, which is weird. I always like them. I listened to Talking Book the other day, which I have not listened to. Oh, wow. In for fucking ever. And... Not that, okay, here's a non-news flash. Um, it's, it's a, there's not one bad moment. There's not one bad millisecond on that record. And it, and it stands up. That's the thing. It stands up. It sounds like it could have been recorded a minute ago. So I hadn't listened to that in a really long time. And, and again, no judgment when I say this. I listened to Sign of the Times and I realized I have not listened to Sign of the Times Mm -hmm. in decades. Mm-hmm. And I was again big surprise and amazing record, but that and is it the still up- stands up. Yeah, so and that is today. the upsize I will say of. I know there's a lot of bad things about Spotify. I'm aware of that, but one of the upsides of Spotify is you can just go. I want to hear this right now, right. without trying to because my computer doesn't have a, a what do you call it? Play. So yeah, I was just listening to those things. It was just really interesting to kind of go back and hear those records. Again, um, so that's it. That's what I've been listening to. I, I've been this weekend, you know, first of all, shout out to Center Block people. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, Yay, we love them. Shop in Harlem. Like, yo, if you're up in Harlem, vinyl shop, you know, shop local. Guys, shop local. Go to your little shops in your neighborhood. They need us. Like, they need us. Anyway, I got a haul of great stuff. This Anything weekend. that I sold them? No, I think I bought, <laughs> I think I bought all of them. But, um... <laughs> I got, you know, I got Abandoned Luncheonette, the John Hall, oh, yeah. Hall and those stuff. An yeah. album I have not listened to. It's the 1973 album. It's the album where she's gone on. That album is so good. And I, I had that album. When, I bought it when it came out. So when I was in, yeah. long. And it still sounds amazing. Still you sounds know amazing. that all my African-American friends in high school Love um, Hall. Thought, that, <laughs> thought that they were black. Oh, well, because they, they used to get played on black radio. Yeah, you couldn't convince them that Sarah's smile was not... Um, well, you know, they had that Philly, they had a, a Philly, a Philly soul. Well, they're soul from sound. Philly. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. they had that soulful sound. And they got played, especially in New York on BLS and shit. Oh, yeah. And, oh my God, and you know what else I got that I've been spinning like crazy? Yeah, Upstairs at Eric's. Oh, nice. I love that album. Well, and you know, we love her. We so, love her. And it still sounds so good. Like, man, mm-hmm. Alison Moyer, that album mm. is just, it rocks, 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 rocks. Love her. And crazy enough, I got the best of Petula Clark. I know that sounds random, 
But no, it doesn't. For I you, love- for you, it sounds very specific. It sounds very on brand. I got the best Petula Clark, and I have been playing at because I love Petula Clark, and I got a bunch of house music, great old school house and freestyle stuff. You know, I got the Show Me by the Cover Girls that makes me oh. happy, but I got the jazz singer soundtrack on vinyl. You're not well. No, let's sing. <laughs> Love, I don't, on, love on the motherfucking rocks. Ugh. Love. You don't like love on the rocks? Nope. Nope. Love on the rocks. Ugh. I hate that kind Ain't of Ain't no big surprise. No, I don't like his Jewish Elvis period. I like the early stuff. I like Solitary I Man, Cherry Cherry. Yeah, uh, I, I am a love on I the am fucking rocks. No, you don't. Listen. <laughs> I had no. I mean, I don't hate it, but I'm just like, eh. Hey, a dumb question. Is Petula Clark still alive or did she yeah. pass? No, she's okay. still alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, um, yeah. I have, yeah. And I Sorry. still performs. Oh, good. That's good. Mm-hmm. No, it's, you know, it, I have, mm, sorry. <laughs> I don't hate it, but I'm like, that, if someone said to me, okay, there's a gun to your head and you can pick one Neil Diamond song to listen to, I would pick Solitary Man. Uh-huh. And that's the, you know, that's the hipster rock critic choice. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And I've been listening to a lot of Minnie Ripperton this weekend. I've okay. been on Minnie Drive. Perfect, that Perfect Angel album is just, oh. And Adventures in Paradise and Mini, it's just so good, so good, so good. I saw something on 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 the on the interwebs on Facebook. Somebody posted that it was the <laughs> the thirty fifth anniversary of Murmur, the first REM record. And everybody's like, mm-hmm. like, oh my god, it changed my life. Oh my god, they were right. our Beatles. And I'm thinking, how were they your Beatles? The Beatles were still functional. <laughs> at that, I mean, the Beatles were still not around, but there were Beatles records to be accessed. But okay, fine, whatever. Um, blah, blah, blah. And I said, okay, true confession, and I'll probably go to some rock critic gulag for saying this. Mm-hmm. Outside of Radio Free Europe, I've never heard a song on that album. Well, so, there you go. People always gag when I tell them how much I can't stand the Smiths. And people. Oh, me neither. Oh, my I, God. I do not get uh, it. I do me. not understand why everybody tries to sell me the wood nickel of this whole thing. I've never been a Morrissey fan, even of his solo Oh, me neither. Work, I we never, need to have I, a whole show. We need to have a whole show like of people where we're like, no, the guitar player. No, we have to have a show. We need to have a show about that because I cannot tell you how many arguments. It's not that I hate them, but I'm just like, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, no, we definitely need to have a show of like, <laughs> what? Really? I don't get it. I don't understand it. And not the ones that everybody hates. Everybody hates Alicia Keys. Everybody right. hates Cold Boy. That's obvious. Right. I mean, that's like shooting fish in a barrel. Oh, I hate Alicia Keys. Oh, really? You're that one person who hates it's like Alicia Keys. She. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Like you got to get a you got to go a little deeper than that. We need Even to think she's of the people. She's a nice person. She yeah. Whatever. She's nice great. Then let her person, be a social worker. I, just, I know. No, she is a nice person. She I know. really is. She is such a I know. nice person. And I and I no. see her in concert and just I still don't care. I don't get it. We'll have to have a conversation about those people. We'll have yeah. to have that conversation about people where you're like I, something. I it's like know. yeah, I'm like y'all are all just jumping on that shit because it's like who this is. It's like they they're horrible. Well, I wouldn't go quite that far, Courtney, because there are a few songs I like. But we'll no, have that conversation. I like nothing. Nothing. Uh, I feel that way about West Wing too. I'm like what? <laughs> A bunch of people talking really fast walking through halls. I don't get it. I don't understand it. And nobody's shooting like anybody. 
Sopranos. I enjoyed The Sopranos. Oh, I love The Sopranos. I enjoyed it. But I mean, everybody was like, this was like the second coming of television. I was like, it was really good television. But you know what I loved more than Sopranos? Six Feet Under. I thought Six Feet Under. Oh, you know, my neighbor, my former neighbor wrote that. Really? Uh, Yeah, he used to live down the street from me. I used to go to his house for Christmas. Oh, nice. He's a really nice guy. Yeah, I like six feet. All right, we have to, all right, note to self. Think of things that we're supposed to like that we don't like. <laughs> I got a whole bunch of them. Wait till, you hear, mean, my, wait till you hear my dissertation on Seinfeld. Well, wait till you hear <laughs> the thing that I have to say in a very shameful, hushed tone, and then we end the show, how I felt about in her prime Whitney Houston. <laughs> Ooh, save that. <laughs> That's a cliffhanger. Save that. Can I finally talk about Beyonce or am I still yeah, really struck by life? Right, you right, can right. Do, listen. All right. Save that. Right. Save that. Save that. Save that. Save that. Don't say it now. Save it. Save it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, hey, Angela, I mean, who engineers our stuff. Wait, up, we, up, okay, you, wait, I was going to say, hold on. I won't because we still get along and I like getting yeah, yeah, yeah. boxes of clothes. I was going to say, you want the swag. You want the swag. No, I understand. I have no dog in that show whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, I will, my thing with her will always be, I'll always be honest with, with music in the art. Like the personal shit, I'll leave that part to you. Cause oh, no, no, no. I don't care about what, the personal shit. No, no I no, just no. mean like your, the opinions and all of that. To me, it's a fun part because you get to say things and I will be the neutral one who sits there laughs. <laughs> Thank you. And that's why we're friends. I say, I say, I say snarky, witty things and you go, ha, 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 and then immediately go, what the fuck did she say? <laughs> ah, that's why I, that's how I, that's my mystique. All right. Uh, anything, are we done? Are we good? Uh, let's just tell them about great kids. Just remember, follow us on Facebook. I'm going to let you finish on one word. We're really funny. We're there a lot. We're on IG. I'm going to let you finish in why. We're there a lot. Listening Party Presents is on IG. They're there a lot. Uh, we're on Twitter at Finish Ima. We're there a lot. We are there and, a lot. And um, remember to rate it. us. Wherever you listen to us, leave a rating. Please. Uh, and, and uh, you know, star the show, do all of that stuff. And, you know. That's about it. You're, yeah. guys, you're our listen, ticket out of the ghetto. Please honey, help us. Listen, yeah, it's like, we're, or else you're going to see us in a new commercial and we're going to be like, you know who my favorite person in the commercial is? That little Alex. I really like him. Who's Alex? You know, Alex, the one, is it like from, um, Shriners? Oh, God. Oh, I can't take those commercials. I'll tell you a story off camera about that. I can't take those commercials. But I cannot. Oh, my God. I can't take those commercials. <laughs> I'll tell you something off the, off the record about that. I cannot take it. But I will say. As a, when she I says can't. off the record, kids. The shade is real. It's gonna be a funny oh, one. No, I'm <laughs> I don't want to say it because it really makes yeah, me look yeah, bad. Yeah, no, no, you gotta say it. All, you gotta say it when we're done. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> but yeah, okay, all right. All right and as the woman in my favorite commercial says now, I can cut the tags out for you. <laughs> <laughs> and with that note, and <laughs> and keep. Keep doing your thing, Gina Warrior Princess. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.